Hello, and thank you so much for joining me and for choosing to listen to this special episode. If you're listening to this episode, I assume it's because you are interested in receiving Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. First of all, I have to tell you that God, our Heavenly Father, loves you. Yes, you, despite of anything and everything you may have done. God loves you. The Bible tells us in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Yes, God loves us. He loved us so much that he sent Jesus Christ to rescue us or you could say to save us. And you may be asking, save us from what? Well, he saved us from the end result of sin, which is death. The Bible tells us that we were all born in sin because of Adam's disobedience, and we were all shaped in iniquity. And because we were all born sinners, we were blinded from the true life, which is in God. And instead, we lived our lives in spiritual darkness, according to the systems of this world. But our Heavenly Father had a wonderful plan, a wise and powerful plan to extend grace to us through His Son, Jesus Christ. You see, Jesus has always existed with the Father. The Bible tells us in the Gospel of John, that Jesus is the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And this word became human through the virgin birth of Mary. That's how Jesus became human. And so Jesus being fully God and fully man, he came to this world temporarily leaving his place with the father and he willingly sacrificed his life for us. He came here specifically to die for us. He died in our place. He died for us and as us. He shed his sinless blood, and he received the punishment that we rightfully deserved for sin, which is death. And in this wonderful divine exchange, he gave us righteousness that we could never earn or deserve. And because God raised him from the dead, we receive justification and we receive true life, which is life with God. Now, isn't that good news? So you may be wondering now, well, okay, tell me, what do I need to do to receive this wonderful gift, this gift of grace? Well, it's really simple. All you need to quote unquote do is by faith, solely trust in Jesus's finished work on the cross, which again is that Jesus was punished for your sin. He shed his sinless blood for the forgiveness of your sin and that by the power of God, he was raised from the dead for your justification. So simply put, the only thing you need to do to be saved is to believe on Jesus And in the Gospel of John, in in the sixth chapter, verses 28 through 29, it tells us about 
how Jews came to Jesus and said they wanted to perform the works of God and they wanted to know what to do. And I love the response though, because this applies to us who want to receive salvation through Christ Jesus as well, because Jesus told them the only work God wants from you is to believe in the one he has sent. That is the only work God requires of us for salvation to believe. That is our only part. And when we choose to believe in the only true gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, we are told in the book of Ephesians chapter one, verse 13, that, and actually let me read that. It says, and now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, Note it says, when you believed, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom he promised long ago. Yes, once you believe on Jesus and you put your faith solely in what he did for you on the cross, he will identify you as his own by giving you his spirit. The Holy Spirit will come to live in you and you are made a new creature in Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us in the Gospel of John, the first chapter, verses 12 through 13, and uh, this is from the New Living Translation. It says, but to all who believed in him, now the him, of course, is Jesus Christ, and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. Amen. So let me tell you, let me tell you another scripture. In Romans 10, 12 to 13, it says, for there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him for, and here's this word again, whosoever, I love that word, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And in order to call on the Lord or confess the Lord, you first need to hear the gospel and believe on Christ. Now, if you truly believe on Christ, which is what makes you righteous, Without a doubt, you will absolutely call on him. You will pray to him. You will thank him, worship him, or you will confess the Lord Jesus because out of the abundance of your heart, that will come out. And that is something you can do right now. I want you to know you don't have to wait until uh, you have an opportunity to go to church. Now, let me say, that in many churches, you will hear preachers offer the plan of salvation to individuals by asking them to repeat what is known as either the sinner's prayer, or we say the prayer of salvation. And that is basically a prayer that proclaims who Jesus is and his finished work on the cross. And I believe this prayer is mostly based in uh, the scripture, Romans 10, 9, that says that if thou if that if thou shalt, and this is from the King James Version, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth 
the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, I don't have a problem with the sinner's prayer, um, you know, within itself. I love prayer. But I want to tell you what my concern is. My concern is that some may mistakenly believe that they can be saved solely by confessing or repeating the sinner's prayer. But I want to tell you that if someone only repeats what they call the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation, but this individual does not believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross, that person's not saved. And here's why. Because righteousness comes by believing, by believing on Christ and Christ alone. In fact, the very next scripture, Romans 10.10 says that with the heart, man believes unto righteousness. And to believe on Christ, you must have faith. And to have faith, you must hear the gospel, which is the word of Christ. Now, of course, if a person, let's say after they heard the gospel, they listened to a sermon that contained the gospel and they put their faith in Christ and they prayed that sinner's prayer or that prayer of salvation, of course, that person is indeed saved. But this is what I want to emphasize. That is believing on Christ that saves you. So you don't have to worry about the about praying, I should say, the perfect prayer or praying um, the sinner's prayer. Um, and why I say this, you know, let me... Let me briefly tell you how I got saved many years ago as an older teenager. I'm going to tell you the very short version. And it is that, um, so I had a coworker of mine witness to me. And um, he simply told me that, he told me that God loves me, that he sent Jesus to die for my sins. He told me that um, Jesus died on the cross for me. And he talked about how he suffered for me and shed his blood for me and that God rose him from the dead. And when I heard that, which is the gospel message, faith rose up in my heart and I believed it. I simply, I simply believed it. I don't think I had ever heard the gospel message before and when I heard it, I believed it. And instantly I knew that something happened to me in that moment. I knew I was changed. I can remember, and we were outside, I can remember looking up at the sun. And for some reason, I just remember the sun shining so bright and just feeling the warmth all of a sudden of the sun and feeling this peace. But I knew I was changed. And I don't remember if my friend led me through the quote unquote sinner's prayer, but this is what I do remember. I remember he told me, he said, I'm going to uh, pick you up from, pick you up on Sunday for church. He said, I would like for you to go to church with me on Sunday because at the end of the service, the pastor always offers the prayer of salvation. So just to be sure, <laughs> um, he meant like, just to be sure you're saved, I want you to go to church and do this. 
But here's the thing. I was already saved and I knew it. I went home and I remember opening up my Bible. Well, it wasn't my Bible. We had a Bible at home. I don't know whose Bible it was, (laughs) Um, but I started reading one of the gospels. I believe it was the gospel of Matthew. And I remember just crying and thanking God for saving me. And I didn't need to go to a church to repeat a prayer to make sure. Now, I did do it anyway for my friend. And again, I understand what what pastors are doing when they do that. Uh, You know, they preached about the gospel and they want to give individuals this opportunity after that moment, after that sermon, that message, to give them an opportunity to accept Jesus. But I just wanted to stress that it is the belief in our hearts on Jesus uh, that makes us righteous. So on this podcast and in every episode, I talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so if you've listened to an episode and faith has welled up in your heart and you believe on Christ, I would encourage you to pray to your heavenly father in your own way. Just talk to him in your own way and just thank him for his free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. And I want you to know if you do that, you are saved. And the Bible says that even angels will rejoice. Angels in heaven will rejoice over you because they rejoice when just one sinner repents and turns to God. So this is my sincere hope for you that you would with earnest desire and faith in your heart call upon the Lord Jesus Christ um, and just believe on him. So what are you waiting for? Receive the Lord's free gift of forgiveness and no condemnation today.